Welcome to the Holistic Wellness and Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kimberly Ann Marsden, holistic psychologist, astrologer, and Reiki master. And on today's show, I am joined by Glenn Mavor, a divination counselor, and we are going to be talking all about how to use oracle cards to unlock the wisdom and the messages that connect you to the present moment and guide you on your path of self-discovery and healing. Oracle cards provide an expansive view of things happening in our life that we may not be able to see for a variety of reasons. Sometimes we block ourselves due to habits, conditioning, cultural perspectives. So many different things can get in the way, but Oracle cards enable us to take that global perspective and see things in new ways. And I'd love for you to join us on this adventure. We're going to delve into the magical world of possibilities that Oracle cards provide for us. So join us. Here we go. Hello, hello. Today I have with me Glenn Mayvorg. One interesting thing about Glenn is that Glenn actually has a lot of different talents and he actually was in the IT industry for many, many years and then found a calling and now has been learning for many years all about different spiritual avenues. And now he's a divinity counselor and he helps people to open up and align with their own healing. And so thank you for joining us today, Glenn. Thank you for having me. It's great to be on your fantastic podcast. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> you help people to find alignment in a couple of different ways. You want to just briefly talk about that? I know today we're focusing on Oracle cards, but can you just give us a little bit of yeah um, that info? Sure. So actually, I'm in the process or working towards being a, a person that does energy clearings for people. It's a Chinese method. Gene Hayner teaches it. What I like about this process is it fits, I become a facilitator for another person to become their own healer, you know, purify their own system, because each of us has that ability to, to be open, to clear blocks, to find out, you know, to find out what the blocks are, why the blocks are there, but also to then heal, to let release that energy to be open to new beginnings when those things get cleared out of our our whole energy system the thing that's keeping us uh, from moving forward we can let those go become empty of those things Bec become empty of the the things we thought were good or were bad and then we're if we're empty we can take on new things new adventures new respond to new circumstances and allow our perspective to be different on those circumstances to see things in a whole new perspective because we're not holding on to the the old kinks in our pipe that are preventing preventing us from seeing things clearly or feeling things clearly uh, it opens that whole perspective <clears throat> uh, so that's and so that's the the chinese energy clearing does that but uh, the first thing I did was, uh, I think that really helped me was back in 2017 when I took Oracle school. And that's when 
Colette Baron Reed started, I think it was her second stint at starting the new Oracle School. It's not in Greece anymore. <clears throat> it's online and through uh, groups in Facebook uh, where you used Oracle cards to take a look at yourself. Uh, an Oracle card has information that gets to the crux of the root of what's going on with you, but you just use them as tools to reflect to you what's going on with you. The Oracle card gives you a connection to that divine energy, to the, the things that we are trained to leave out of our purview. Like, I, I can't be magic, and the world works a certain way that I believe. The Oracle cards give you a chance to break through that force field that we that we were trained to get into. Yeah, which is a which is a great point. Mm -hmm. And I think with the oracle cards, I think I want people to understand too is that there's so many different decks. They're actually card decks mm -hmm. and they all have at least all the ones that I've purchased have yeah. beautiful artwork on them along with words and numbers. And with each deck, you really get to choose what you resonate with. I have several different decks and the decks I chose, I chose because I felt like there was some kind of connection to it. And so you can get cards from all different types of all different people and all different sort of energies. They, they have different themes to them. Like I, one of my favorites is Denise Lynn's native spirit deck. Mm -hmm. And then Colette has a lot of great decks too. And yeah, I think she has the animal spirit one. I love that, you know, so then there's the animal spirit deck and, you know, goddess decks. I mean, there's decks mm -hmm. from all on all different topics and different themes. So you can pick different decks for different days, but even so it's not like there's one way. The thing I love about the whole thing you're talking about is there's not one way in the world we're taught so much, such a mechanic, mechanistic view of things, of our bodies as robots and machines, which they're not, and that there's a certain right and wrong way to do everything. And there really isn't. And I feel like Oracle cards are a great way of helping us to bring back the magic into our lives, but also mm -hmm. help ourselves get a big picture view beyond yeah. um, sort of the ceiling of the sky, just really opening things up. But so can you tell us a little bit about why would somebody want to use Oracle cards besides what we've already said? Like how in a practical way, like if I don't know anything about Oracle cards, why would I want to use them? If you're giving me that elevator pitch, so to speak, no. why would I want to use Oracle cards? I don't know anything about Oracle cards. Why would I want to go get some? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a good question. I think my, from, from my point of view, the Oracle cards have the information that gets to the crux of to what many people's problems are. I mean, where they find they have struggles or where, why they perceive they have struggles. And it, the crux of it really is this idea that we're not worthy of what we desire or we're not enough. There's not enough of us. We need to be more. We, there's, I'm, I'm never going to be enough, that pressure of that. Uh, for me, those definitely were in play. Um, but mine was, I'm not lovable. 
and that created a wall around me. So when I started, when I picked up this deck of Oracle cards, I was given this deck of Oracle cards actually for the, for the course. When I started reading them, I started going, oh, this is talking about higher power. It's talking about um, changing my perception of what I'm seeing. It's, it's talking about, it's saying that I'm, it is saying that I'm worthy, or it's saying you're very close, you're doing great. Everything that's happening is exactly what's supposed to be happening. That's why I like picking, that's why I like the Oracle cards because they're supporting you in whatever choices you're making. But, it, but it's saying, hey, just remember to take a second look or a third look at what, what's going on around you. If, if you're, it, the cards will actually say to you, uh, what you're seeing is a reflection of you in the world, just like this Oracle card is. <laughs> but the Oracle card is giving you a much more precise look and reflection of what's going on with you than say what you're seeing outside of yourself when you're in your uh, everyday conditioned life. The Oracle card will break through that more because it's really got a spiritual divine connection written into it. Right. Do you think Glenn, that it's also about connecting to that? Like, I mean, I would say subconscious as well, like the subconscious mind sees and knows everything. So, you know, all I'm a big believer that we all know the answers. We know what we need, but we can't see it because of, like you were saying, the conditioning and all these other things that go on in the world that block us from, from ourselves, basically the disconnect that happens. So I I find with the Oracle cards that like you're saying, they are a reflection, they are a mirror, but they're mirroring what our spirit and our subconscious know to be true for us. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfectly said. And I should also say too, because I keep talking about how precise it is. uh, There's also pictures, (laughs) you know, there's paintings on there that activate what we were talking about before the left and the right brain, let's say, uh, and the heart and bringing those all into alignment. There's a lot of talk of alignment and that's getting into that subconscious. It's really going down. If you look at the, what's written and then you look at the picture, or if you look at the picture and look at what's, what's written, you get even more information about what's happening with you. What is this? What, when you look at the picture, what are you, what stands out to you? What colors are you liking? Which colors are you not liking? What are you not liking about what you see in the picture? What is that saying? What, what about this picture relates to you somehow? And what in the writing, specifically in the writing, is resonating or causing emotions? Uh, and that's really getting into that subconscious place because you know sometimes we don't have words for that but we have feelings for it and we can be in those feelings and that it's, it's a, it's like a key unlocking that subconscious uh, that everyone has the ability to, to look at, to be able to work with, to be able to heal, to be able to really review and clear. And I think that's what I I didn't really see it back then when I started doing it, but it really is a way of clearing. 
clearing things out because you're yeah. releasing them. You're opening the subconscious. These things have been locked away in there or they were hiding for whatever reason we're hiding them or whatever feelings we don't want to express. It's opening them up. Um, and you're doing it for yourself. So there's, there's no, you, you do it in a safe place. So, you know, and, and then you, you keep track of it. You write down what's going on with you. And you can follow the whole trail through all of these cards you pulled and see where the subconscious has, where, where it started and where it's leading you. You know, it starts to, the path starts to become more clear. Your desires that you've had all your life, your dreams, all start to become much more clear. It's about that awareness. It's about waking yeah. up and waking up to yourself and, and, yeah. and reconnecting and becoming aware of what's going on. But I love the point you made about the imagery and that we might not even have words for things, but we definitely can connect to them on a feeling level. Yeah. And that is so important. So very important for us to, to sometimes recognize that words are not everything. You know, we're so taught that our mind and our words are, <laughs> You know, that's it, the thoughts, the words, that's it. and they have power and they are powerful and they are important, but yeah. so are our other experiences and our other senses. And so the visual piece of it, the emotional feeling piece of the cards is just as, if not more important. And you can combine that, like you were just saying, you can combine that with the words and journal to it. Um, to the image or just think, you know, think about what are you seeing in there or just get lost in the image and let that experience be whatever, be whatever the experience is, because there's a lot of healing in that. There's a lot of healing in that. So why don't we do this? Actually, do you have a deck with you? I know you usually have decks around. Do you have a deck? Yeah. Yeah. From um, before we started the first one, I, I just picked this one up because it's, Oh, the shaman's dream. It's really new. This, this is that deck. Colette's new deck? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, with Alberto. Yep. Yep. Yeah, with Alberto. Shall we do? Shall we do? Shall we have you pull a card to see if there's a message yeah. for this? That's a great idea. Podcast. <laughs> what do we and and one of the things that I do a lot, and I'm struggling, you probably do. One of my favorite questions. And actually, one key point is that what you ask the cards before you pull them. First of all, there's a whole sacred process we can. I mean, we can talk about that briefly, but Basically, you want to take good care of your cards and treat them as the sacred entities that they are and the process as well. You want to make sure, you know, Glenn and I said a prayer before we started and did some deep breathing to make sure that we were centered and grounded. And so whenever you're doing any kind of divination practice, you know, such as pulling an Oracle card or anything, you want to make sure that you set the stage so that you can be in a place where you're connected to yourself and you can actually use the tool in a way that's going to be, be helpful to you. If you come in and you're all scattered and distracted, the cards are going to show you that, which is a message, a good message too. So you just want to know, you know, if, if you are chaotic, then the cards are going to show you chaos. <laughs> so um, don't be surprised yeah. by that. And that's okay. Cause maybe you need to know that you're captain chaos. That's all right too. Um, Captain Chaos. Yeah, I was Wonder Woman on crack, so I get it. Um, <laughs> but with the cards, one of my favorite questions, it's really important when you're trying to get information from the cards that you formulate, right, Glenn, that you formulate a question that's useful. 
Yeah. So, yeah. I'll let you answer that. I'll ask you a question in a second, but one of my favorite questions I just want to say is what do I need to know in this moment for my highest good? That's like one of my favorite questions, which is if you're mm-hmm. okay with it, I'd love to ask that just to see yeah. that along with, you know, saying for this podcast, what's for the highest good of the listeners. But do you just want to answer before we pull the card, anything about question, like when you're using the card sort of. Yeah. Question, um, how we should question freeze things, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's almost better to do just what you said. Uh, but maybe if you have a specific question about a situation to just put on the front of it, what do I need to know about this? Rather than saying, you know, what's going to exactly happen in this situation? And <laughs> or trying to get a yes or no. This is not yeah, a Ouija yes. board. This is not a magic eight ball. Right. You know, this is this, this is different right. than that. This is but you know, you the questions need to be phrased in such a way that there's an open-endedness to them. And um, I think it's, is it Colette that says, I mean, they're not mm-hmm. to be used like more like a predict. It's not supposed to be, you know, it's like prescriptive, prescriptive yeah. predictive. Yes. Right. And, and the cards you're asking about what's going on with you, right? Each, each one of these situations is something about that's going to give you information about what's going on with you. And then the clarity gives you the answer to how you chose, how you choose. And of course, whatever choice you make in any situation is going to be okay. <laughs> That's one thing the cards will always tell you. Um, but it's not going to tell you which way to go necessarily. It's going to give you clarity on how, what I feel is the best way to go or where my passion is pointing me. That's the way I kind of like to look at it. And the word neutral is really good if you talking about cards, like you, everything you explained at the beginning. You want to be in a nice neutral space. So, because when you you ask a question and you're not, you'll get a card like you said that will be talking about something. It'll seem really off. Like what? It's it'll say you don't need to be doing this at all. And or there's a card in the. Uh, wisdom of the Oracle that says not for you, that will come up you know? <laughs> just say, you're not asking, you're not, you're in a space where you shouldn't be even asking the cards right now. You know, you'll get a card like that. Um, anyway, but yes, neutrality is really important for working with cards uh, because the cards will, like you say, pull, you'll pull a card and get the dominant energy of whatever's going on with you. And, and uh, it, it will, it will ignore your question. <laughs> <laughs> and just tell you, hey, you're just in a, you're, you need to look at this differently. So uh, that's why it's good to do everything you just said. Have a ritual, um, put yourself in a sacred place, realize you're, you're, in a, you're having an adventure with magic every time you're working with the cards. That's the way I like to look at it. Um, yep. So... All right. So go ahead. Yeah. That answered everything. The only other thing I have as far as that, before you pull the card is, um, and, and we don't need to get into the technical stuff too much, but I just want people to understand when you purchase a deck in there, there's a book and, and Glenn, I'm guessing you're going to read us. We'll do this both ways where you can tell us what you see in the card and then read the actual thing. So kind of like describing the card, what you see in it, and then the actual, um, so each deck comes with 
a little book and the book will give you some ideas of different card spreads that you can do. Pull one card, pull three cards, um, different ways to use the cards. And that's based on the author of the deck and their sort of view of how this deck is best used. But with each one, they tell you sort of the generic meaning of each card and it, you know, that from the person that created the deck, but on top of that, like Len was saying earlier, you can sort of see what you're intuiting from the card and just sort of what your experience of the visual is mm-hmm. as well. So since we are doing this in yeah, audio, yeah. you're not going to get to see the visual experience, but Glenn will describe it. Well, go ahead. What Glenn? Yeah. I was going to say, you can get the shaman's dream. If you have a phone, an app, you can get the app and you can browse the cards. You don't have to buy it. You can just browse the card. So if I pull the card, you can see it Awesome. <laughs> you on your phone, download the app and look at it. Uh, but anyway, uh, should I pull the card now? Why don't okay. you ask the question? Like, I know you do it in your head, but ask it out loud. So everybody knows what you're asking. The deck. So the question was, what do we, what do we need to know about talking about facilitating um, and healing for people in this podcast using Oracle cards. All right. So I shuffled them. And so I'm just going to, I always use, I always get numbers in my head of how many cards I need to go through. Oh yeah. And talk about your process while you're doing it. And when did you decide which card it is? How do you actually quote unquote, pull the card? Uh, well, it actually became, it was also, it was because of Colette, which she was before Oracle school started, she was doing these Facebook lives and she would ask, she would pull people up and she'd ask them to pick a number and she, somebody would pick a number. And so she would pick based on that number from the top or from the bottom or from the middle. And the number had a vibration to it. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting that numbers have vibrations, you know, numerology yeah. type things, where she was coming from. And then for some reason, that started to become my technique is so when I shuffle, I get it, I hear a number. And so I shuffle that many times. And then when I go to pull the card, I get another number and I pull, you know, I, I go to that place or I pull the cards out to that number and then read from that point. That's oh, how, that's interesting. That's how I do it. <laughs> okay. And I'll just say mine just to give people another idea. I actually have two different ways. The main way that I do it is I shuffle the cards for a little bit. And then when I feel like stopping, I stop. And then I start to slowly move the cards, you know, to slide them, like, you know, from one hand to the other. And then all of a sudden I'll get to a point where the card that's on top mm. will feel like where I need to stop. Uh-huh, yes. And then I just stop and I pull that and I flip that card over. Sometimes the other thing I'll do is spread them out on a table. And I'll just yeah. look at them. But a lot of times that overwhelms me. I feel called by too many of the cards. So it doesn't always work. I know that that can work for some people too. You can spread out. But the other thing is sometimes when I'm shuffling them, I'll just look down. And if one's like sticking up, then I'll be like, okay, you're trying That's to talk to me. So I'll pull yeah. that one. So you could do it any way you want, basically is what we're saying. Whatever, yeah. Because there is a vibe. The point is there's a vibration to the cards. There's a vibrations. Uh, well, we all are just giant energy vibrating. So you really want to just try and connect to the vibration that feel you feel is resonating with you. So did you Absolutely. pull a card after all my blabbing there? Yes, I did. <laughs> and I, I love the way you do that. I'm just, uh, this 
the anticipation for the card, you know, whatever it makes the most excitement for pulling the card yeah. is the one I like. Yep. And, and sometimes I like to do that too, because you get a little feeling in your fingers. Oh yeah, that's the right card. Yeah. So here's the card I pulled. Uh, and it says, eye of the eagle, I believe. Ooh, eyes of the eagle rising above the fray. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's really what we're talking about. Wow. Is rising above or we're spiritually lifted up high to look down on what's below. I'm, and uh, actually Colette has a, a, I would say a famous meditation about getting on your bird. The whole idea is when you're in, stuck in a sticky situation, it feels, I'm, I feel like, or I just feel uncomfortable or there's, I feel a lot of fear. Uh, the meditation, a bird comes down and you interact with the bird, you get on the bird and it rises you above the fray so you can look down upon it. And the eagle, you know, it has that kind of, uh, has that ability to see things from way up high and zero in on it, you know, too, and get to the, I guess the word of the day for me is crux, get to the crux of things, you know, and zero in if it needs to, but look, has a little magnifying glass on its it eye. It does. I can't see real well. What's that part below? Can you see where I'm pointing? Is that the bottom of it? looks like there's, there's a white and a dark plot spot on it. Oh, is that part of the magnifying glass? Uh, he, uh what is that? Yeah. yeah it's like, um, little uh, mandalas it looks like oh are they okay because i couldn't see see the one is um uh, one is a clock it looks like uh, a clock face then there's one of a a bird of peace a dove wow and i think this one might be like the wheel of fortune down here right there where my oh neat so you can see if you haven't ever seen an oracle card you can hear our discussion of this card, they're very intricate. There's a lot of detail in it. It's not just a picture of an eagle. It's much more magical than that. It's much more open to interpretation than that. There's It's more artistic than that and imaginative. So there's a lot of different pieces in any particular card. And each card has a number. This one happens to have number 18, which I love numerology. That's a nine. <laughs> Strong spiritual yeah. number, people. So look at that. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Pulled the spiritual card. Yeah, and that's the other. That's a that's a great example too, because um, you can look at the numbers too. The number of the card will give you information as well as the message of the card, the picture of the card. Uh, there's lots of extra things that might start resonating with you, you know. And and I want to point out the number can mean different things. The whole everything in there can mean different things to different people. I looked at it from a numerology perspective and went nine spiritual. Mm -hmm. Somebody else could look at it and go 18. That was my high school basketball jersey number. And yep. that brings back all kinds of happy glory, you know, brings a certain emotion content to it. So once again, it's just about what that resonates, how that mm -hmm. how you interpret that. It's That's not right. that that means that for everyone, but can we, can you read for us what actually Colette or Alberto wrote for that yeah, particular card? The, we're as not the really sure. Yeah. We're not really sure, sure who wrote, wrote it cards. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of interesting too. It adds a little more mystery. Yeah. Um, it says eyes of the Eagle protection, inherent trust rising above the fray. The eyes of the Eagle offers you the gift of foresight 
the skill of looking ahead to see the unfolding of destiny before it all manifests as reality. The eagle's extraordinary vision allows it to spot the tiny mouse from its lofty perspective as it flies thousands of feet into the atmosphere. In a similar fashion, you too can train your keen eye to discern the workings of humans. Eyes of the Eagle is an invitation to witness the good, the bad, the ugly, and the beautiful, yet react to nothing. Act only to further your noblest calling. The Eagle flies above all creatures. When it meets obstacles, it simply rises above them. Know that you are protected. You can fly high above the judgment slings and arrows and the darts of envy from others who may not have your great wings and are still arguing with the pigeons over crumbs. Trust that you are ready for whatever fortune has placed before you, even if you feel not yet properly equipped to meet its challenges. Your willingness to say yes to spirit has nothing to do with how well outfitted you are. Hesitating, on the other hand, will suck the air from under your wings and make you lose altitude. You are called now to trust your heart and your instincts to move fearlessly and not waver. The time is right and no harm can come your way if your motives are pure and you act courageously. Wow. Yes, that's the cause. <laughs> <That's the talk. laughs> I swear that was not staged. <laughs> that wow. is, I, while you were reading that, I thought, wow, because I mean, what a beautiful message to everybody listening. Everyone listening is here for a reason. And now everyone that's listening to this, you are called. You just heard it. Okay. You are called to notice everything and to have, take the higher perspective, take the higher ground and know that you're protected, know that you are loved, know that you are powerful. And from that spiritual place, know that you can heal and that you are being called to rise above the fray, like it says, to rise above, to not get caught in the mundane, the, the materialistic, the mechanistic world, the, the earthbound realm. You're not to be caught in that. If you're listening to this, this is the message that you are here to list, to hear, is that there's so much more out there for you. Be open to it. Open your heart. Open your mind. Follow your spirit. And this is one beautiful way to do it. So I'm, I'm, I don't have words for that. <laughs> Glenn. I'm really just really grateful. You pulled that card. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. I've never had that card. I don't know that deck. So that was a really lovely. Yeah. But the universe uh, provides, I mean, isn't that the point? I mean, that's why we have our sparks of wisdom and the divination and in, in the show that's, that's right. And so that's the thing. The universe always has your back. The universe always has your back because we are all part of creation and the creator is within all of us. So um, that card is just that to me, <laughs> my interpretation of that card is that really speaks loudly to the power within all of us to really be a lot more than sometimes we think we can be. We really already are. Yeah. I am impressed with this by when I was reading this card, I was thinking, man, this thing has everything in it. <laughs> it's the whole uh, entirety of what Oracle cards are about. It's about taking you up higher to get a, an observational perspective to say, there's much more to you 
than just this physical um, small place where we're, we feel like we're stuck. There's something greater up there. And when we can get to that observational perspective, we still have this great ability, at least at that point, since we're, we're out of that situation, we have this eagle eye to find what's right for us, where our passion lies, what do we really want and go for it. And yeah. knowing that we're protected in doing that because we can go up here whenever we want and come down here to find what we want. And uh, what others think of us doesn't matter, right? And they might have some issues with it, but it's not your concern. What's your concern is you and your sovereign choice. And, Absolutely. And being in that magical place where you know what's right for you and that you're going to go for it. Yeah. And honor yourself with the choice to write, like you said, to really see what's meant for you to choose it and to follow, to follow it. And to know that, like, like the card said that you're protected and that that's what you're, that's what you're here to do. And I feel like the Oracle cards are kind of like a reinforcement for ourselves to really trust ourselves. You know, it's like, Joe, should I believe this or not? And then you pull, I mean, I can't tell you how many times it happens to me all the time. <laughs> I'll know, you know, on some level, we always know things, but it's, can we get it to the conscious awareness level? You know, at least, you know, from myself, I can definitely say that, you know, but I really truly believe that we all know on some level what is meant for us and what the right choices are. Sometimes the fear gets in the way. Sometimes feeling we need to please other people gets in the way. But what the cards do is it takes all of that out of the equation. And it just says, this is where you're resonating at. This is the vibration you're at. Here it is. Look in the mirror. So if you weren't sure here, you can look at it again. And, and there you are. And there you are right in the card. There's the message that you needed to hear. And so many times I'm blown away when I pull a card and I'm like, wow, that's exactly what I needed to hear right now. Mm-hmm. And I may or may not have realized it, but once I acknowledge the card and accept it for what it says, then I'm always like, that's right on point. Always right on point. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Interesting. When I noticed that I started using Oracle cards, which I use it every day now, that the universe, like you said, sometimes you're, you find yourself dealing with people or in situations that those start to become oracles. A person that's reacting negatively to you, if you're willing to be up flying above it, you can see that it's, that's giving you information. Uh, and you might recognize something about them. You might start to have, oh, there's, there's, they have some kind of issue, but you recognize it's not your issue. And it may also say, hey, this is not the relationship for me right now. I need to go another direction. So the universe is helping you with your relationships. You know, you're getting Oracle. Everyone's turning, everything turns into an Oracle card. <laughs> you know, you start to deal with people and you're interpreting that situation, that situation, that interaction, like you would your Oracle cards and proceeding, you know, suddenly I've got, I can proceed ahead. I know which way to go. If we're, if we're willing to see it in that place from the, from up above where the Eagle flies and perches. Uh, And also I want to say too about the podcast, because your podcast is that way too. 
the idea of the whole your whole series of podcasts is all people that are wanting to get people to this place, right? Yeah. To be in that place where they're observing, where they're able to heal, where they're able to be um, open and feeling good that they're the, that each person is the powerful one in this universe, right? We all came down here and we all came to express something. So there's no more power uh, that greater than your own. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is so much the message of the podcast in so many different ways, which is why I have all different types of people come on because it's all information and we're all resonating at different vibrations. So somebody listening may resonate with your message with the Oracle cards in a way that's completely fulfilling and helps facilitate them. Whereas somebody else might resonate with a different guest and their message in, and they're all, and not one isn't better than the other. They're just different and somebody's ready to hear and they're at different places. So it really so much is about helping people to open, to listen with an open heart and an open mind and see what resonates with them to give them the opportunity to experiment with something that can help them transform and move forward on their journey, wherever they're trying to go. Cause it's really just about choices. You know, to me, it's about giving people information so that they can make informed choices and, and accept themselves and love themselves for the choices they make, or at least understand themselves and have some compassion. And like you were saying before about the other people, well, we attract those vibrations. If we're vibrating at a certain point, we're attracting that into our lives. And what you learn when you start to see other people is you learn what your triggers are. You learn how what somebody else is doing is theirs, but since they're in your space, there's a reason why they're in your space. They could be in somebody else's space right now, but they showed up for you. (laughs) So they showed up for you and they showed up to bring you this live and in person. So you want to pay attention to whatever that is. And it may just be for you to provide compassion, or it may just be for you to get actually realize that you have a trigger to something. You know, if you're reacting, then your shadow, you're being triggered and, and being aware of that is the first step to transforming it. So this person may just be like a little reminder, hello, you get triggered when you don't feel important in a relationship or whatever it is. There's some, it could be endless, but, but that's true. But the, the key, like you're saying is taking that observational point of view so that you're not, you're able to see things from a place where you're not reacting, where you're grounded, even though you're kind of, we talk about being above, but really what you are also is grounded and able to be centered and see things without necessarily being invested in the outcome. You know, you're just open to whatever the experience is, whatever the information is, and then you take it in and you make the decision for your highest good, even if it's not the easy choice. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Uh, Yeah. You definitely do not want to deny the physical part of the experience, right? You are part of the earth. You are meant to be here. And I, but you know, some of these cards talk about you know have the eyes of the eagle. That's the eagle is very connected to earth. Yes, very connected to the things that are going on on a day to day basis for us. So yeah, uh, but at the same time. The, you can keep that high perspective and still be in the physical and let that physical really uh, feel the sensations 
of what's going on. Because this is the thing that it's, it, you're using to express all the greatness that you have to, to put out into the world. And all these, uh, have all these experiences. I, I like what you said about the choices because uh, an Oracle cards uh, let you, in a way, they, they give you the permission. It's, it's just, it's, it is a permission slip to say, I get to make my choices and I get to let other people make their choices. Really, it's what it's all about. And we live in, and it also creates that uh, awareness of synchronicity, which is mm -hmm. something that's talked about with Oracle cards a lot. When you start making the choices that you're passionate about and you let other people make their choices, it's amazing how things start to come together like, um, like an orchestra playing a symphony. We're all, we all have our own instruments. We're all playing different notes, but they all make a beautiful, amazing sound. Yeah, together. that's a great metaphor. And I always go to nature. You know, I was, I mean, in nature, yes. everything works in harmony, but each, each creation has its own purpose and they all work together. Even if they're not literally working together, they are, whether they know it or not. Yeah, that's <laughs> you right. Know, the plants are, you know, dealing with the, carbon dioxide, carbon, carbon dioxide for us and, and all the different, you know, ways that, that nature works together. It's just, it's fascinating, but, the, but that's a great reminder that the Oracle cards do that. They allow you to see yourself in, in a unique way, open up to the possibilities. That's really what this is. It's really opening up to the possibilities. And the other thing I wanted to say when you were talking about uh, something a minute ago, but it was basically what I was thinking is, and when you're, when we talk about aligning and opening up and experiencing the cards, you were talking about experiencing the cards. And I just want to say to people, whatever comes up is okay. So if you look at a card, there's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad cards. It's just information. It's just an experience. And so if you need to release, and if you get a strong emotional reaction, just notice it and be okay with it. And if you feel the need to cry or sigh or whatever it is, then just recognize that and try and figure out, well, if it's a release, crying is a release. So that's always um, a positive thing in the sense of you're releasing something, you're getting a blockage out of the way and don't feel you need to spend the rest of your life figuring out what that block was. If it's gone, it's gone. Don't try and bring it back by analyzing it. You know, sometimes there's a point in knowing what it is. And sometimes there's a point in just releasing it and moving on. But like you were saying, um, just experience the cards and yeah. on all levels, on all levels. And I think that's the great thing is you can pick whatever deck you like. They're easily available on Amazon. There's yeah. all kinds of decks out there. The decks have instructions in them for most of them, at least all the ones I'm familiar with. They all have, you know, just if you're new to this kind of how to use them, different ideas, different ways to use the decks, different spreads to pull, different card spreads to pull. And then, like we said, like Glenn read before, they have the messages based on the cards that you pull. You get to look at it and intuit what you experience and then also read the message that the author intended for the card and see how that resonates with you and where you're at in that moment in that moment on that day. And I think you'll find that it's a phenomenal divination tool. That's why I asked Glenn to come and talk about it today because it can really open us up 
to connecting to messages that we may, that may be all around us that we may not be paying attention to yeah, for whatever reason. Can I ask you a question? No. Yes, of course you can. <laughs> because uh, another thing about Oracle cards too, just maybe to, to wrap up is the idea of transformation. Uh-huh. The, the idea of uh, we, when we're holding on to something, and it feels like if we let go of this thing, we're going to die. And that, but when we do let go of it, we, we, we're reborn. And I feel like when using this tool, using Oracle cards, helps to facilitate that process. Is there are many deaths that we come to and rebirths that we have in our life. One of the things I've noticed, and, and uh, this is what my question is, have you experienced this like me, is that when you, you do these things, that the first one, <laughs> the first time it feels like, oh man, I was really, there is a lot of uh, emotion in that. And, but I'm, I feel like I'm on the other side and it's clear and I feel like I'm reborn and the cards might, you might even pull a card that says rebirth or, you know, uh, transformation that this process accelerates. It's like I find myself coming to a place where, ah, I'm, I'm feeling like there's a little death again and then I'm being reborn. It's like accelerating. It's like happening many, much more frequently than, than before. I, do you have that experience too? I don't know that I would say like more frequently because I don't know that I use the cards as much as you do, but I definitely feel like the cards support sort of the waves of transformation as I'm going through them. So I feel like I tend to, I feel like that when I'm, when I'm using the cards and the more regularly that I'm using them, that they, and, and I must be a slow learner because sometimes I will pull the same card day after day after day. And I'm like, okay, is somebody punking me? Because how is this happening? <laughs> but clearly I'm at stuck at a certain vibration on the cards. Like, nope, you'll continue to get this message again and again and again. Um, but I do feel like there's times where I'll get a more uplifting message, you know, that I'm sort of, when I'm sort of, and I want to say coasting because we don't really coast, but sort of when you feel like you're in that sort of flow, we'll say of ease, the cards do represent that. And then I feel like the cards tell me when it's time to work. And that's usually yeah. when I'm working. You know, yeah. they give me that sense of, okay, these are some things you need to look at. And and once again, there's no bad cards. It's just information about, okay, this is some things that you need to work on and be aware of. Yeah. And and sometimes I go, darn. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really didn't want to hear that today, but I'm always appreciative of it on the other level. But there's the part of me that's like, no, couldn't I get grandfather sky? I so love grandfather sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to hedge my bets on which card I want. No, but yeah, no. I'd so yes and no to your question. Yes. I do mm-hmm. definitely feel like it rolls. I haven't had an experience like where it's getting more frequent. I feel like things are moving faster because of it, but it definitely goes in waves Yeah, based on where I'm at in my own transformation. Am I in the chrysalis? Am I, you know, out flapping my wings? Am I just a little caterpillar eating a bunch of leaves? (laughs) Yeah. And it's really, that's, that's really just as fun as having a bunch of balls juggling in the air to just eat a leaf, you know, yeah, that can be just as tasty. Yeah. Just as good. Just as fulfilling. No. And that's the thing. I think the main point is it's all good. It really is all good. 
And the minute that you embrace that, that concept that everything is okay, you are enough. It's all good. And it's all good right now. You don't need to wait for tomorrow. You know, we don't need to talk about yesterday. You're in this moment, be in it, accept it. You know, carpe diem, seize the time, seize the day, but we're talking about seize the moment of this day. Seize the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So I think on seize the moment, I think we'll seize the moment and figure out what sparks of wisdom we're going to come up with now. So we're going to head on over (laughs) to our sparks of wisdom and see what kind of fire we can light today. Sparks of wisdom. Oh, 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 oh. Sparks of wisdom. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, Glenn, let's have it. Today's sparks of wisdom. The sparks of wisdom. So I think what we've learned, the, the spark of wisdom here is the idea of carpe momentum. This is <laughs> the moment. That's what Oracle cards are giving you is you're seizing this moment of who you are right now. And it gives you the opportunity to look into places, subconscious places of where those limits that you've, that have been either forced upon you or that you've used to protect yourself, that you see that there's divine protection when you're talking, the cards are showing that showing you there's divine protection in your life that you can explode those limits. You can, be in the moment, not only just seize the moment, but you can romance the moment too. You can love each moment of your life. And the more you work with the cards, you start to see that every experience that you get into every moment offers some more information about yourself. If you're willing to look in, sometimes we're very, we're very um, in whatever it is we're doing. But I think the more you do Oracle cards, it lets you be in two places, you know, or sort of in both places of I'm observing what's going on and I'm doing whatever it is I need to be doing at this moment and uh, still getting that benefit of observing what's going on in this moment for me. What's my dominant energy? Am I irritated? Am I feeling good? You know, I'm able to follow my passion. And I'm able to direct myself away from what I'm not passionate about. By That's what these Oracle cards, when we use them on a regular basis, help us with, help us find our way. They give us a prescription of where we're at now in the present. Beautifully said. Glenn, thank you so much for coming today and helping everyone understand more about Oracle cards. You're very welcome. It was fun. Yeah. Well, that's part of what I wanted to say after you were just talking about the sparks of wisdom, what popped into my head is I really want people to understand play. This is play. No matter how old we are, we all need to play. And I look at my Oracle cards as like (laughs) playtime. And I, and if you're just, if you're not, if you've never worked with Oracle cards, just think of it as a fun way to get to know yourself really, and get to know some information that maybe needs to be brought to your awareness, but it's a fun thing. They are very fun. And, you know, I use it with other people too. So, you know, doing readings with other people is really powerful too. And as you get to learn the cards, I mean, it's a fun thing that you can share with family members that you can share with friends. And 
I just encourage people to just look at it that way, that it's a fun way of connecting with um, divine information. And it's all, it's, it's all informative, but it's all really based in love. It really is all of it. It comes from that vibration. And you'll know that when you work with the cards, you'll be, you'll feel it. You'll feel the fact that the messages are there to support you, to help you on your journey. They really, they really, really are. And speaking of our journeys, Glenn, can you please tell people if they would like to work with you as part of their journey, since you are now doing all your lovely divination tools. So if you just want, well, want to tell people what services you offer and then how to get a hold of you. Yeah. My services are expanding. Uh, so if you go to my website, glennmavor.com, you'll see that I offer Reiki attunements and, and these are just personal attunements. They're not um, attunements for becoming Reiki practitioners, but just the personal attunements and card readings and or a combination of the two. I've, I've done that for a while and my services are expanding because now I'm learning to do the Chinese energy clearing and also astrology. I do orary astrology for people, which is about, you know, if you have a question that you're invested in wanting to know some more information about, you can ask me this question and I can cast an astrology chart and we, I can give you uh, an, an evaluation of which way the question is leaning, you know, what, what the chart is telling us is the best direction possibly to go. So I have that offering. I don't have it on the website yet, but, you know, if you contact me and you're interested in that or any of those things, let me know. And you all, do you also do natal chart readings? Yeah, I do natal chart readings. Yeah, yeah I sure, of course. I figured yeah. you do. I don't have that on What's there your, it's on, Well, you might want to put that on your website. I know you've been doing yeah. that for a long time. And basically the natal chart readings, what I love about it, it's basically like getting a sense of your energy blueprint. What are your gifts? What are your challenges? Yeah. And it's just, it's a really informative yeah. session. So I highly, I, highly I, recommend that for people. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny. I totally left it out, but it's one of my favorite things is to, yeah. to be able to look at this chart and just talking about romancing the moment. It's so, you know, that's like uh, you have a romance when you start to look at somebody's chart and you can see how these, how things work together. And it's, it's amazing to me. It uh, is. I think of it as a chart. cheat sheet. I feel like I'm getting to see, you know, like I'm getting like a window right into the person. It's like a little cheat sheet. Yeah. Here's all the, here's this person. And it like really, it is, it's like, it's here. It is here. Yeah. It is bro broken exactly. down. I mean, people are really complicated, but really it's simple in some ways. And when yeah. you look at a chart, there's just so many ways you can look at it, but anyway, but yes, thank you again for coming on the show. And yeah. I hope people Thanks reach so out to you and um, whatever you choose to do for the listeners. I just want you to understand the goal of my show is just to support people on their healing journeys and just giving people information in life that can, in if it can hopefully in any way assist you, that's my, that's my prayer. That's my hope is that through these conversations with other people and through content that I put out, that it will spark something in you, yeah. spark something in you that gets you to 
to look at things differently, to experience things differently, and to maybe try things differently so that you can um, continue to evolve and transform in ways that are for your highest good. So as always, until next time, be you, be love, and be present. That's right.